Hi everyone, welcome to the SOS podcast. I'm your host Liv and in this week's episode I chat to my boyfriend Sam all about our relationship and how we've stayed strong during mental health struggles. I hope you enjoy. Hi everyone, so today I'm... I can't take you seriously. (laughs) I'm not going to be able to do an intro today guys because I've got my boyfriend Sam opposite me and he's making me laugh already. (laughs) So basically we wanted to do this podcast to talk about... I wanted to do this podcast to talk about relationships and mental health. I can't, you're making me (laughs) laugh. You're just so cute with your little notebook and all your little notes. Stop it, you're exposing me. Sorry. Exposed. <laughs> Do you want to introduce yourself, Sam? Not Go really. ahead. Why? <laughs> I thought that's your job. <laughs> okay, this is Sam. He's 26 years old. Well, he likes too long, much, away. He likes long walks on the beach. I really don't. <laughs> so he actually does. Basically, he's the best person to do this with. One, because he's my boyfriend, but two, he's quite knowledgeable when it comes to this stuff, aren't you? Stop it. You actually are, though. Mm, it's my job, I suppose. But yeah, we've been together 10 years, so I'm interested to... Because we do obviously talk about it, like, yeah. but we don't actually... I haven't picked... <coughs> I haven't, like, picked his brains about it, really. <laughs> like, his perspective of things. And he is, like, he's very knowledgeable. So I thought it'd be a good podcast or an interesting podcast. Um, so I actually read a survey the other day for from Mind UK, and it said that... Survey says? Survey says that... Three in five people, they did a survey on a thousand people, and three in five of those broke up while struggling with their mental health, which is quite a big number. That's over half. But that survey was what spurred me on because it just occurred to me that there's some people out there that the relationship will break down because of the mental health issues, and it could have been a really strong relationship before, but the pressures of it then break it down. And obviously, we've been together 10 years, so we've seen... (coughs) You okay? Sorry, excuse me. (laughs) We've seen the good and the bad and like the ugly and everything in yeah. ten years. Actually, let's start from the beginning. How did we meet? Um, we met. This is like a test. This is a test, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's no, not. We um, we met at school, didn't we? Yeah, we met at school when we were fifty. Mm, maybe we were a bit before that. About fifteen, like, I think. And anyway, we were both in art class. Cute. And then Sam met me at like a time when my mental health was particularly bad. Like my anorexia was like in full force yeah so like he met me in the time when it was like actually really so he didn't really know me healthy (laughs) for the first like you met me when I was actually um, like quite unhealthy I think I clocked it fairly quickly yeah but no one else literally this is for a 15 year old boy no one else knew like really I don't really I didn't even know myself to be fair that it was really going on and then Sam one day we're walking home and he was like he like offered me a bit of his boost bar and I was like I was yeah god so smooth and then he was like I think I was like oh no I'm fine because obviously I wasn't eating and then he was like no I really think that you need it and like looked at me as if to be like I can see that you're suffering please just eat this and then I was like okay like somebody actually cares which was really nice from then on we obviously got together and then we've been together since but during that time I've like come out of anorexia and then gone back in and like you've had a couple of times where you've like struggled not necessarily with any mental health like actually illnesses but you've had like bad times during that time shit days yeah so then it just means that we've had to like learn how to communicate with each other and stay strong during 
even though those things are going on. Yeah. Which has been, sometimes we've been very close to breaking up at times because we don't know how to communicate with each other because we've had to learn and we've like grown up alongside each other and I think think most of that came from when we were younger yeah so obviously 15 you're not you know you're not necessarily growing up developing those traits with you know one picking up on things but also how to deal with it if it's yeah like a problem exactly because also when we're like when you're 15 I don't even know what I didn't know what to tell Sam like I didn't know how to tell him to support me basically so I was like just an um, emotional wreck and he was a hormonal teenager well, the and then you, and that's the thing isn't it you're going through your own changes so to understand obviously you see the implications you know the things that are actually causing those problems yeah. so you can understand those but when you're when you're a lot younger and you don't really have a huge understanding of mental health certainly thinking when I was younger being like you know well, you don't know. Why can't you just eat something? Yeah, exactly. Because you didn't understand it. Because I didn't understand it, you know, it's just... Um, Which is tough for you, though. Like, I can look back now and I can see how tough that is. Because I can understand why you you couldn't understand me, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I was like, why are we clashing all the time? But it's because, one, Sam was, like, young, never had dealt with it. I didn't even know how to deal with it. And actually, I think a lot of relationships break down when you expect the other person to, like, fix you, because that's not going to happen. It has to come from you yeah. at the end of the day. And I think it was probably at the time, it was just, you were looking for support, not necessarily just from me, but, yeah, um, you know, it was a first relationship for both of us. We were both very young, and it's yeah. just... Um, it's not knowing what to do, you know, how to deal with it. No, and also Sam deals with things very different to what, that I do, which is I'm sure the same in a lot of relationships where I want to talk about it, right? If we had an argument, I'd want to like talk it out there and then when I'm still like angry or whatever. And Sam likes to go away and like shut himself away for a bit and like process stuff. And he, you still are like that. Yeah. But as in before, he would shut himself away and then not want to talk about it at all whereas I yeah. would be like what the hell we've got to talk about this and not necessarily even process it just not think about just it just not think about like, it which is the thing you want you you joke about isn't it it's just like yeah I always say I just don't really think about it <laughs> I don't know if that's a blokey thing that's like Sam's motto for life like just don't really just... think about it yeah <laughs> don't give it the thought process which but... is different I mean different from it coping mechanisms we talk about that I'm sure a bit later yeah. on but I think in terms of coping mechanisms I I dealt with a lot of things that you know I deal with things very differently to anyone else would things yeah. don't phase me like they would someone else potentially so um I think because I don't I didn't really give it the thought process mm-hmm. so you know things about like being away from someone for a long time doesn't really affect me and no. I think that's just because that's you've built that up built as that a coping mechanism yeah. so I don't actually think about it I think too much I overthink yeah so like Sam will be like look you really need to stop now it's literally fine like it's that balance isn't it you as a couple and that's I think part of the success is that you find a good balance with each other yeah finding your sort of medium the thing that works for both of you yeah I think certainly for me um trying to read how someone is feeling isn't always the most helpful thing which is I what think, I do <laughs> I think you just need to actually you know when you're both ready talk about it mm. but not try and force it because yeah. that's when it can become more volatile um and like if we so like what Sam's saying basically is if we were to argue I'd then go see you're like annoyed with me or whatever and he'd be like I'm not I'm literally just being quiet like I'd mind read which is one of the things that I work on in therapy is that I second guess people all the time and what their emotions are quite a lot 
so then I try not to do that and sometimes it comes out if I'm like in a really if I feel like I'm in a really vulnerable state then I'll be like oh I know what you're feeling you feel like this and it's like a defense mechanism yeah Yeah, you have we've both had to learn that we basically we're living together now and like before that we were living in Sam's tiny room at his parents so like we had to learn to like live together Mm. quite quickly and so if one of us was having a bad day if we didn't communicate that then it's like god what it like why are you being that way (laughs) yeah what's wrong with you whereas if you just go look i'm actually just feeling really crap today like i yeah then at least they know and it's 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 that again we talk about balance but it's like you have to have your time together do nice things yeah you know if you particularly struggle you know going to the cinema sitting in silence isn't always the worst thing to do no you know it's something nice it gets you out there's things that sometimes I want to do that Sam doesn't and there's but, vice versa. But, but we find things together yeah. that we like doing together. But in terms, and, and that's like a good next point is actually having time to yourself as yeah. well. You need that time to just be your own person. And, mm-hmm. You know, we've got our own interests and hobbies that we go off and do. And I just think I, that's in terms of strengthening as a relationship. You do have to have some time apart for yourself, you know, not give you know, keep a little bit back for yourself and mm-hmm. um, do the things that are going to keep you on track and in the right place. And yeah, um, and I think, I, yeah, I think it's that balance because not, you know, you're not always going to want to talk about things and, and that's fine. It's you have to do what works for you. Yeah, I think you have to respect. There's certain parts of relationship that you have to compromise for each other in terms of I don't think big things you should compromise like if one of you wants to live somewhere and the other person wants to live the other like I don't know things like big things like that it's not really gonna work but like little compromises like I know like replacing the toilet roll when it runs out that kind of thing (laughs) all right yeah sorry go on carry on yeah that (laughs) or folding the towel neatly on the towel right do you want to start point scoring? Up, from my point, yeah. <laughs> yeah, doing the washing up, drying up, that'd be quite nice. Yeah. But like, they're all... You just leave it in the draining board and put it away when it's dry, <laughs> right? That's just, uh... They're all like really silly little things that... Um, but in terms of like emotionally compromising, I think that you... So like, I know now that I have to give Sam time after an argument or if we've disagreed on something. And our arguments are never shouty arguments. They're always just... I feel this way and then you'll be like why though that doesn't make any sense and then we'll be talking at it and then eventually Sam like shuts down a bit because he just likes to think things through or not (laughs) or not or not yeah so I know that I have to like just leave him for a bit because if I'm sitting there nagging him to like talk with me it's not going to be a good talk anyway I'm better off to like and I do have to still practice that because my instinct isn't to do that and it's just a case of recognizing that actually that is a healthy way to deal with it yeah so you just it's it's hard isn't it when you grow up and you've developed these ways like for me i could genuinely sit there and get over i you know yeah i'd be over it yeah i can get over things quite quickly Mm -hmm. and don't feel the need to talk about them but i know that for the sake of sorting it out it's so much better to talk about it and I give this advice all the time you know, I'd never yeah. practice what I preach necessarily well I'm getting better at practicing <laughs> what I preach um, talk a lot about mental health at work with um, the people that I work with and you know it's just I need to maybe listen to my own advice a little <laughs> yeah. bit more so but we all do because yeah. I, I don't either I that's think the thing everybody... you're, ne- you're never going to you know I think it's a case of always striving towards the best person you can be and actually 
expectations that you'll always improve your whole life that you know you should be looking to improve in every aspect throughout your whole life definitely and that's a really good thing to do yeah because if you you know there's certain things that I can always get better at and that's I like the fact that I can do boring if you didn't yeah if you had nothing to sort of work towards um and a a relationship always needs working on yeah because you you change and I I think that's probably safe to say is that we've at times felt comfortable with each other we've got comfortable and then it's just kind of like yeah it's not as exciting it's become not as exciting as although as lovely as it is it's just kind of like you still you, you know you have to challenge each other and you have to yeah um constantly work at it for it to be a successful relationship and, and that, also we changed like we're not the 15 year olds when we no, met we've cha- i mean certainly with you you've probably been on the biggest journey just yeah, in terms of I'm your just, mental health like i'm just mentally well now <laughs> that's <Yeah>. like <laughs> i'm not um you know breaking down every five minutes so that's great <laughs> but yeah, i've like the felt... amount of mascara that ended up on the oh uh, god the, i don't know just, back of my t-shirt yeah from crying. crying all the time it was just I was so like, just bad. buy waterproof <laughs> But like if so, so now I feel like I. This is actually a really good point. I feel like a completely different person now to what I did when I met Sam originally. So then I kind of, as I came out of my eating disorder, I was a bit like I looked at my whole life and I was a bit like I got really freaked out because I was mm. like I don't feel. I feel like I've just woken up and then this is my life and I don't know how I've actually got here. Like I don't. You were like, damn! I've got a hot piece of. <laughs> yes, I, I did think that, <laughs> but equally I was like. God, I'm an actually I'm actually really different and my needs are different now and like I'm a different yeah. person. So then we've had to like learn we've like I think Not this is the from, point from, from you start, know no. from scratch, but you know, that's quite it's it's been good. Yeah. I think it's been good to have that change up and you know, work on yourself and one of those things it's really I find it tricky to give advice with mm. relationships because obviously we also I mean, have only been in one relationship. Yeah, well, we so. know what works for each other. Mm. So I think it's about an experimental thing. I think it's trying what works for you. And um, certainly for me, I think, you know, me and my family were quite despicable in terms of our humour. <laughs> so for me, humour has been always been a very yeah, but I love big that, part of my um, coping mechanism and laughing about things and being quite dark. Mm. Um, because that's just, you know, it's that dark humour that helps me actually put aside the fact that some things are quite well dark like I said but um you know and I think that's there are times that that's helped you yeah definitely um, Sam's got this like really um (laughs) like good skill of I will be like in like literally the worst mood like not even the worst mood just like struggling mentally or something I don't know like and I, I'd come in and I'd think nothing is going to make stay better. I just need to go to bed. And then somehow Sam would still be able to make me laugh. And then I get, I find myself getting a bit like, God, so frustrating. I'd want to be annoyed today and you're making me laugh. But it's a really good thing to do to laugh with each other. Because if you're serious all the time, there's no fun. That's no fun. For to yourself, just, it's tiring. Yeah, you have to like almost... Because as you get older as well, like bills and like rent and you've got a flat and you've got responsibilities and you've like your car breaks down and all these sorts of things that can cause like friction or whatever. But actually, sometimes you just have to like, like our car broke down in our clothes and Sam was getting so agitated and it was like it had broken down on a hill. So it's like the worst. It was just the worst thing. And the gearbox wouldn't work. And Sam was like, 
I was just sitting there laughing because I thought, actually, in the, there's nothing we can do. Like, But even you need times sometimes where I, I will make you laugh or yeah. try and get you out of it because you were really agitated. I was going to flip that car. Yeah. <laughs> you were really annoyed. And I had to be like, literally, look at where we've broken down. This is hilarious. Outside our, yeah. Outside our flat as well. And like, you have to like try and be playful with each other even when stuff's kind of serious and life is really adult and annoying and there's bills and stuff. Yeah. Because otherwise, if everything's all serious all the time and you let your mental health, like, overcome the whole thing, that's when stuff breaks down. Because then if it's not fun, you're not going to want to stay there, are you? Yeah. It's just little things, though, isn't it? It's just like, I don't know, if I've come out of the shower and I just, I don't know, just walk out and have a little dance. Um, <laughs> what do you mean when I, every day? <laughs> okay, yeah, every day. It's just lightening things up. Um, but also like just like if we if we're really busy which happens and we've got like busy weeks or Sam's had a particularly full-on week at work with loads of meetings and stuff sometimes we don't really feel like going to the cinema because we're just like I just want to chill but then if we stop doing those if we stop making time for those things then we're just two separate existing beings yeah just crossing paths in the flat good evening yeah <laughs> and then it just we don't end up feeling like a couple anymore so we have to like we that's yeah, it's important breaking the mold isn't it? it's getting yourself out there and that's and, important and for us things. i think doing that like even if it's just once a week i don't we don't worry or you know certainly i used to um worry about upsetting you about suggesting things mm. and you know and things like that and that's something that we've really kind of certainly you've worked on massively yeah. and that's where I had to change was actually being like okay lives in so much better you know much better place now and actually I can I, need I to... don't have to protect her anymore because she's built up her own yeah sort of exoskeleton so to speak <laughs> but you know um because I think the thing that's kept us like strong is one Sam's just very lovely which is he's always supported Stop me <laughs> no but you are but if you hadn't have been that way we definitely would have broken up because if if we just were to order pizza i would freak out yeah and i'd be like oh god and then i'd get arsy and it wasn't me getting annoyed at you but i'd just be like oh like really agitated and like i don't want to eat this or i'd eat a slice and then i'd go all grumpy and quiet and you'd be like what's wrong and instead of being like, oh, get your act together and just eat it, you'd be like, okay, that's why you don't I'll have eat to it. eat. I'll <laughs> eat it or just put it in the fridge and have it tomorrow. Like, he never forced me to eat anything. Even if you were really worried about me, you still wouldn't force me. You'd be like, I think you should try just, and eat. Yeah, just, but, you know, take it when you feel Yeah. So, like, I think that's the key to it, is that you both have to be there for each other, but also... I have to. I had to understand that that was actually quite a lot of responsibility to be putting on Sam, and it wasn't his fault anyway. To me, to be like, you know, it's just pizza. I'm just sitting in front of Netflix and eating pizza, like it's not a big deal. Like that was my mental illness, and although I couldn't help it at the time, I don't think you should blame the other person for how you're feeling. No, well, yeah, that's what I was doing. Is Definitely. I was going, it's your fault because you wanted to order pizza. That wasn't the case. It's not Sam's fault that I've Feeder. got this horrible voice in my head do you know what i mean so yeah. i think it's it's being it's accepting you know it's accepting what is causing yeah. you, know, you to feel that way and as take, a couple and taking and, responsibility yeah, for it and and actually you know you've got to be, the relationship has got to you've got to acknowledge it and you've got to be accepting of it and actually 
if you're not, maybe it's not the right relationship. Yeah. I don't, you know. Yeah. You, you've got to want to be in that relationship and work on it together. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think for that... For it to be a positive one. Perfect relation... The, the idea of a perfect relationship, it just isn't real. Like, from my perspective, it's not we get pretty close to perfect as in those days where I'm like, oh, this is amazing. This is, but it's, you can't be like that all the time. That goes back to what I was saying about always trying to improve in, on your life. Mm. You can always improve on your relationship. Yeah. You can always do more. You can always, you know, there's so many different things. Relationships break down when you stop working on it because people get comfortable and go, oh, this is my person. We're staying together obviously for life. So I'm just going to sit back. Don't have to work on this anymore. I've, got you now it's fine like yeah. it's when you do that that and you stop like because you grow constantly like all the time you change as people you have to constantly choose each other and work on it and then if you feel like you don't want to that's when you should rethink whether it's the right relationship but if you know in your heart that you want to be with this person you can't expect it to just be perfect without putting work into it yeah so what i would say is that if you're struggling with yourself you need to seek like what I was saying earlier but it's I don't know if I made the point you need to seek help outside of the relationship because you can't rely on that person to fix you one they're not a therapist if they are great but probably shouldn't go to your partner for therapy maybe go to someone else you have to seek help and ask for help outside of that because putting all of that on the other person I don't think is personally very fair and that will probably break down the relationship if they feel like they need to be responsible for you and you're not looking after yourself because as soon as I was in therapy our relationship got so much better like in terms of our communication and actually I mean we were talking about body confidence the other day weren't we and how like maybe from a bloke's perspective and I don't know I don't really think about it <laughs> no but you know if I think the majority of people will wake up and be like oh mm. I'm having a bit of a you know one of those days Doughboy day, you know. Doughboy? Yeah. <laughs> what is that? I don't know, just a slightly... I've never heard you say that. You've, like, you've slightly... not seen the doughboy before? No, what it's is that? It's slightly um, well-rounded, let's say that. <laughs> and um, No, but I but, can And then tell... you have other mornings where you're like, oh, damn. I would. Mm, <laughs> yeah, I'd had that. <laughs> but I think that I can tell when you're not feeling as confident yourself and vice versa. We can tell when each other are feeling it. That's quite human. I put my don't touch me clothes on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whereas you put a dressing gown on and I see it as a challenge. <laughs> the dressing gown that's got like a ketchup stay on it is like the. You like this? Don't, is the, don't come t- near me. Yeah. And don't. I'm like, game on. <laughs> because so I'm super funny. competitive. <laughs> we, had, we actually had a couple of questions I asked on my Instagram. I'll put my Instagram in the show notes. Two whole questions. Yeah, we got like two whole questions. Did you? Yeah. Um, so popular. <laughs> so popular. <laughs> the first one, we'll just, you know, get right into this. Who's the big spoon? That's hilarious. Well, it's fairly obvious that it's you. I know. It actually is, though. Because I'm small and insignificant. If you're listening to this, you don't know what big spoon, small spoon is. Maybe Google it, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> it's just a cuddle, right? Yeah, it's a cuddle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm the big spoon most of the time, <laughs> which is quite unusual, actually. Anyway. I don't know. Yeah, I think it is. Um, okay, someone said, how do you support each other when one of you isn't okay? We've kind of spoken about that. But to summarise, mm. we talk about it, communicate it. You acknowledge it, that's the first yeah, thing. Yeah, so you acknowledge it. 
then maybe talk about what's bothering you. If they don't want to talk about it, don't force it. And then try and get yourself out of the situation, like out of your head and go and do something as a couple that's fun. Mm. I think it's just encouraging the person to do that as well. And if they don't, don't force it. Yeah. You know, it's just be like, you know, I'll run you a bath. How about that? You go and get in there and just, you know, try and make yourself feel a bit better. Yeah. Or, um, come on, let's go out. We'll go to the cinema or something. Yeah. And equally, you know, I've, I've said to you, have I just be like, look, if I'm in a mood where I'm like, I don't want to do anything, just drag me out. Yeah. Because I sometimes need that. You need that push. Yeah. And I think that's the other thing. It's like I said, acknowledging it, knowing where your weaknesses are. So like motivate it. If it's motivation or motivating yourself to go and do these things that you know are going to make you feel better is where you struggle. That's where your partner can sort of be like, look, come on, let's go. Yeah. We're going. Yeah. I'll pay for coffee or whatever. Yeah. And also the the thing that makes a good relationship, I think, is when you're trying, so you're trying to work on each other, obviously as yourselves, you're trying to work on yourself, but you push the other person like, come on, you can do really good at this and like, you can, let's go out and do this and you know, I don't you know. You can what, do it. You can do it. Um, so I hope that answers your question. I think most of this podcast has been that question, to be fair. I and don't then... even know what I've been saying. Just been waffling, I'm not sure. <laughs> no, you said some really good stuff. Thank you. The third one um, is actually about confidence. Three. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. Balling. Um, the third question is actually about confidence. Did you write this? No. Okay. In a relationship. And what... Yeah, how to overcome that if you're really lacking confidence in the relationship like if you're really not feeling yourself and then you're maybe getting a bit paranoid that your partner is like moving on to some like to someone else because you're just feeling so crap I don't know whether we've like felt have we have you ever felt like that have I I've, have I've, I'm trying to think I think you probably have had your moments where you just like I definitely have had like, I just don't feel yeah like yourself or you just don't you know and I feel sexy. Yeah. And I think... Fine. It's just... I think from my perspective, it's, it's always just, you know... It's always remind... You know, there is always a reason that you're with someone in a relationship. Mm. You know, and there's got to be that attraction there. Yeah. There is always an attraction to whatever element of their <laughs> being is. I don't know. Care, careful you know, your words there. Yeah, um, <laughs> so it's just... You know, I think it's reminded, I, you know, I like to say it every day. Yeah. Just so that you remember that, you know. Yeah. And, and being in a relationship is a choice. It's something that you have to choose to do every day, you know. And you have to choose each other. And I would actually, to this question, I would ask more about, have has the other person made you feel like you can't trust them if you're worried that they're looking at other people yeah. do you know what I mean because I think but it, and it could be your own insecurity yeah because you know? I think trust is a big thing so like I trust that you would just tell me if you weren't feeling the relationship yeah. anymore what is it and we say like, mm. window shopping's alright as long as you don't go in and buy it yeah, yeah. because it's literally it's basic it's, human yeah it's human nature to find other people attractive like if there's someone else that's maybe got dark hair and <laughs> she would bear me good children <laughs> <laughs> she no. has good bearing childbearing hips <laughs> but like if if we find someone else attractive we're not it's not us going oh my god I want to marry that person it's weird like it's just you're going yeah they're good looking like you're just acknowledging it <laughs> I was saying, what was it that we said the other, dad said the other day I don't know about being wife material and oh. Like, oh does that mean they've got a, a, a big bottom and good at baking cakes is that right. the uh, I criteria said, I said in that case that must be 
I must be good wife material. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sam makes very good Sick cakes. Beer. Like With baking cakes. <laughs> Minus the penny and perm, I'd run a mile if I came into the Why? kitchen. Actually, I don't know, you'd probably pull it off. Why not? Maybe just without the beard, it might look a bit... No, actually, rock it, whatever. It's 2019, hun. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Amen to that. But I think I think with me, it, yeah, definitely confidence. I've struggled with confidence, obviously, with anorexia because, uh, like, I think the way I got over that was it wasn't anything Sam was doing. I had to work on. I know I keep saying it, but you have to work on yourself. You can't look for that in the other person to make you feel confident. That's got to come from your own self-esteem. It, and it is tricky. There were points where I'm like, oh, I don't. You know, I don't know what else I could do to try and make you, no. you know, to prove that I find you so attractive. Because you can't. Because there's nothing you can do. It's all down to you as a person. Obviously, in a relationship that, you know, it's like I said, it's doing things to show, you know, it's supporting. Yeah. Actually, look, I'm with you and I'm choosing to be with you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you now need to work on that yourself and 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 think, in you know, try and find a way to move on with that. Yeah. Because that can lead to a breakdown in the relationship. So it's got to come from both angles. You can't, you know, you can't just rely on the other person in the relationship to do it for you. They've, yes, they have got to be supportive and and show that they're making the choice to be with you. But equally, you need to accept that they're making that choice. You need to be making the choice yourself that you're in the relationship, but also actually how is it that i'm going to move on and you know and so everyone has those days where they're like do you know what i'm not really feeling it today. no i you like know? and I that's okay that's and that's okay mm. and that's like you know and that's the thing with mental health it's it's okay to not be okay i know that's cliche to say but um, it's true though you have to accept that mm. and that's the acceptance is the beginning of moving forward yeah um, and just giving it time. Things don't change overnight. They genuinely don't. And and some things take a long time. Ten years. Yeah. It <laughs> does. Know? It takes yeah, it takes and a it while. And it will continue to, to need to be worked on. Yeah. And that's what's that's what you've got to do. Definitely. Um, so that's pretty much it, right? I think so. Thank you for being on, on here, Sam. That's okay. You've been a lovely guest. I didn't have much choice, but I'm joking. <laughs> he's currently chained to the chair. No, he's not really. <laughs> that sounds dodgy. Yeah. That's how you stay positive in a relationship. <laughs> so, yeah, if you have any... I might do a second podcast with you because I think this oh, is a big... You. This that's, is a massive... Really, yeah, I really appreciate that you'd have me back. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it was Sam's idea to call this the SOS podcast. I'm going to give him full credit. Thank you. I think it's a very good name. It's a freaking genius. <laughs> but yeah, if you have any on my Instagram, I'll put it in the show notes. I'll probably do another one of these with you at some point. Thank you. What would it be about? I don't know. Maybe something. Something to do with relationships. Maybe something. <laughs> maybe something. That's great. Yeah. But I think it'd be good to have you on again because I think we could go on for ages about this subject. Yeah. I think we've got enough experience. Yeah. So if you have any questions for us, leave them on the Instagram. Slip into my DMs, mm. as the kids but say. But not what, like, what are you wearing, because that's just highly inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, please don't do that. <laughs> and the answer is nothing. 
just a penny and a perm. Yeah, I like to. Yeah. <laughs> I like to do my podcast in a penny and a perm. Triple P. Oh God. Well, anyway, I'll see. I'll, <laughs> on that, that note. On that note. This is like so normal for you now, isn't it? Dealing with my. Quirk, I know, literally. Quirks. Yep. But thank you for being on here. That's okay. Thank you for having me. And we will speak to you. Well, I'll speak to you guys on the next podcast. Mm, I might pop in. All right. See how I feel. Okay. I probably won't. (laughs) Bye, guys. See ya.